Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. Today's episode is in partnership with the Michigan Irish Music Festival and their Hackley Hooley event on September 18th. As part of this partnership, we're going to be covering the history of the most famous Irishman in Muskegon, Thomas Hume, on today's episode, but there also will be a separate episode discussing the history of the Irish in Muskegon County in general. So keep your eyes and ears open for that episode as well. Hello, my name is Aaron Mace. I'm the Historic Sites Manager at the Lakeshore Museum Center, and today I'll be giving a brief biography of Thomas Hume, Charles Hackley's business partner and one of the most well-known lumber barons in Muskegon's history. Thomas Hume was born on June 15, 1848, in Hillsborough, County Down, Ireland, to William Hume, a farmer, and Mary Ann Bailey Hume. Though born in Ireland, Thomas Hume's Celtic heritage reaches all the way back to Malcolm II, King of the Scots, and Alfred the Great, King of the Anglo-Saxons. The surname Hume comes from the castle of the same name located in southeastern Scotland and was originally spelled H-O-M-E. Around 1240, the lands of Hume were a dowry in the marriage of Ada of the Dunbar clan to William Fitzpatrick, who thereafter went by William de Hume. The Hume family continued to live in Scotland for generations until Thomas Hume's great-grandfather came to Northern Ireland in 1751. Though predominantly Scottish, Thomas Hume did have Irish heritage both through his father and mother's sides of the family. Thomas was one of eight children and the eldest son. He attended a Moravian school until the age of nine, thereafter transferring to the Royal Belfast Academical Institute until he was 14. The mathematical talent he honed during his school days would play a crucial role in the development of his career as a lumberman later on. In November 1862, Thomas began an apprenticeship under John Stevenson of Dunnigan in Tyrone County, Northern Ireland. Stevenson owned a wholesale and retail hardware and grocery business, and Thomas became indentured to him to learn the mercantile business. Originally indentured for six years for the price of meat, drink, and lodging, Stevenson released Thomas from his contract after four and a half years because Thomas had, quote, fully learned his business training. Thomas remained in the employment of Stevenson until he reached the age of 22. In 1867, Thomas's aunt Emma Bailey came to Ireland with her daughter to visit their family there. Her husband, Thomas's uncle James Bailey, came to America around 1850 and achieved success before passing away in the mid-1860s. His Aunt Emma encouraged Thomas's interest in coming to the United States, and after leaving the employment of John Stevenson in early 1870, Thomas Hume made his way across the Atlantic. He immigrated to Quebec, Canada, arriving there on May 17, 1870. He then proceeded to his Aunt Emma's home in Marshall, Michigan, where he was introduced to her younger sister, Margaret Banks. Hearing that Muskegon was a good place for young men to find work, Thomas and Emma arrived in Muskegon on May 31, 1870. Thomas went on to work for O.P. Pillsbury & Co., scaling logs, or estimating the board feet of lumber that could be obtained from each felled tree. The following summer, he found employment as a tallyman with George P. Selkirk at the firm of Montague & Hamilton. In 1872, Charles Hackley came to his cousin George Selkirk inquiring about a nice young Irishman who had asked him for a job as a bookkeeper a few years before. Although Thomas was already contracted to go into the woods as a tallyman that fall, Charles Hackley negotiated to get Thomas out of this obligation, and that November he started work as the bookkeeper for the firm of Hackley and McGordon. 
1873, at the age of 25, Thomas married Margaret Banks, whom he had met when he first came to Marshall. The newlyweds lived in the Occidental Hotel for a time, and their first child, Margaret, was born in December of that year. Together, they raised a family of seven children. Thomas continued to grow professionally, becoming the bookkeeper for Hackley and Sons as well as Hackley and McGordon. He also became a naturalized U.S. citizen on March 4, 1879. After the death of James McGordon in December 1880, Charles Hackley told him, quote, Tom, you are to be my next partner. Not having enough money to buy McGordon's quarter share in the company, Hackley loaned him over $232,000, the modern equivalent of $6.1 million. The new firm of Hackley & Hume was incorporated in June of 1881. Although a junior partner in the Hackley & Hume firm, Thomas was in no way a silent partner. Thomas Hume was the driving force in the firm's purchasing of valuable timberland in the South, and in the later years of the partnership, even Hackley admitted that, quote, he has more knowledge of the details of the business than I have. Also in 1881, Thomas and his family moved to 244 West Webster, the house across 6th Street from the Hackley house that still exists today. This was where they moved from when their new house was completed in 1888. In addition to his work at the Hackley and Hume Lumber Company, Thomas worked with other companies in Muskegon. He served as the president of the Sargent Manufacturing Company and the Amazon Knitting Company. He served as vice president to the Shaw Electric Crane Company, the National Lumberman's Bank, and the Hackley Union National Bank. He was director and executive officer of the Alaska Refrigeration Company, the Chase Hackley Piano Company, and the Standard Malleable Iron Company. He was also a senior partner in the firm Hume & Hefferon, along with his son George. Thomas played a crucial role in introducing new industry to Muskegon as the lumber era came to a close. He was very active in the Muskegon Improvement Company and Chamber of Commerce and helped encourage businesses to move to Muskegon. Although not as remembered as often for his contributions to Muskegon as Charles Hackley, Thomas Hume's work to improve the community was significant. In addition to their business relationship, Charles Hackley and Thomas Hume were very close on a personal level. Margaret Hume recounted that the bond between the two was very strong, with Thomas's affection for Charles Hackley, quote, passing the love of a brother. Thomas Hume valued Hackley's kindness toward him even as an employee and was greatly saddened at Charles's passing in 1905. Thomas Hume served as the executor of Charles Hackley's will, quite an important job considering the number and size of endowments Hackley left to Muskegon. Part of the will included that Thomas Hume was to receive one-fourth of the residuary estate, a very large sum given that the entire estate was valued at over $10 million. Not only a highly engaged businessman, Thomas Hume was involved in serving his community as well. He served on the Muskegon School Board from 1905 to 1912. He was also a longtime member of St. Paul's Episcopal Church and attended numerous conventions of the diocese over the years, he was a member of the vestry and served as a warden between 1884 and 1919. Throughout his life, Thomas Hume made a number of trips back to Ireland and often took his children along to experience the country for themselves. Though he enjoyed visiting his family's farm and seeing old relatives, he admitted upon his return that he was glad to be back in Muskegon. According to his 1916 passport, Thomas Hume stood 5 feet 9.5 inches and had gray eyes. In 1909, Thomas Hume gave Muskegon the funds to build an old people's home, now called the Hume Home of Muskegon. Dedicated on May 2, 1912,
The three-story brick building located on Southern Avenue cost $100,000 to build and is still in operation today. After catching pneumonia while returning home for Christmas following a business trip to Florida, Thomas Hume died at 12.40 a.m. on January 1, 1920. At his home and surrounded by his family, he passed away peacefully, quote, a few minutes after the ringing of bells and blowing of whistles proclaiming the advent of the new year. Despite his humble beginnings, Thomas Hume became one of Muskegon's most well-known lumbermen, and without his influence, it's likely that Muskegon as we know it today would not exist. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, and have a great day.